Everybody, welcome to Ultimate Take. We're back. Got another episode for you guys, and I'm fucking excited about this one, dude. Today we got with me Cortel Corda Autry from Bikes Over Banging, man. Yo, yo. And then we also got uh, my brother-in-law Dylan. Good afternoon. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I had to bring you my brother-in-law Dylan. AKA Pickle. That's right, dude. Hey, how'd you get that nickname, Pickle? Corda <laughs> uh, T. For real? Yeah. yeah that's no all shit. Me. All me. How'd that all come me. about? Dylan, Dill, Dill Pickle. My grandma. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I made fun of him for, I heard his name the first time, Cortel. I'm like, your name's Cortel? And then, no, a a few minutes later, my grandma's like, oh, you go ride safe, Dill. (laughs) And then, I was like, Dill? Dill? Like, Dill, Dill Dill Pickle? pickle? And it stuck. You must have looked like such a beta when your grandma's like, be safe, Dylan. Yeah. Have a good time. Your friend over here is from Watts, like this pussy yeah, dude. Yeah. We had like ten, <laughs> 10 heads with us too. And we went out riding and uh, it stuck. That's fucking yeah. funny, man. And now weeks. he has a whole character and everything. Thanks, Quarter T. You that's right. Me. That's right. Yep. Anyways, man, I'm happy to have you in here, man, because uh, we've been having a lot, a lot of people like with cool businesses and stuff like that. And that's what the fuck you have. I mean, it's it's a nonprofit, but you really yeah. do have a fucking super cool thing going on, man. Um, bikes over banging, dude. Tell me about it. Well, I mean, the name kind of speaks for itself. Um, it could be confused. There's always confusion, especially when I pull up to the motocross track and it's predominantly white. Um, they have bets going all the time. I've never really ran into some. I've met a few people that actually get it and understand because they like, wait, they think about it. But most of them already had started drinking beers by 10 in the morning. So they're like, hey, bro, <laughs> hey, bro, question. So banging, like banging chicks, right? 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 <laughs> They're like, I'm like, nah, like gang banging, like, gang banging chicks, right? No, bro, <laughs> gang, like blue, red. Oh shit! Oh wait, how's that work? And I'm like, I explain it. Oh, dude, that's fucking rad, dude. And then others told you, and it's always their girlfriend. That's like, it's not that. Yeah, like it's, I know he didn't put that on there like that. He's look at him. He has kids over there. That's hilarious. You know? So then it's always like you know the thing. But bikes over banging, it's nonprofit uh, organization. Um, that was started um, pretty much to redirect the youth um, from the inner city, like myself, um, using the power of bikes. So um, when I was a kid, my dad was always on a bike, wrenching on a bike. He was heavily into bikes, Um, him and his friends. um, I've never really asked my dad how he really got introduced to bikes. I just know that it's always been in his life. But um, that was kind of the model of him raising me and my brother, is using bikes to or as a carrot on a stick per se metaphor to keeping us in you know in the right track right on the right track something to to fucking keep you busy yeah 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 so that right there transpired to me getting older in life and sawing the inf you know the impact on it and then i was like once i realized what what was like kind of responsible for a lot of the stuff that was going on in my life then i started bikes over banging um and then you know, originally it was just for like peers and people like myself of 
you know, the same age and stature. But um, what I did notice that in the beginning when I did just have it offered for, like, adults and stuff, I was like, it was more of a, like, a job for me to try to convince them that I had opportunity that could help them without me trying to, like, yo, come do this, come do that. So I thought what a better audience and a better um, impact would be with kids because kids are more innocent, they're pure. Um, yeah, dude. They don't so really, true. they're not already, you know, trapped, so to speak, into a, a cycle. So You can still mold them. You can, so I use a cycle, motorcycle, to change their cycle or to create their cycle. And that's, that's pretty much what... Um, you know, bike suburb banging is, um, in the earlier days of it, you know, it started off with me just riding a bike the way I knew how to ride a bike, which was on the street, right. you know, um, popping willies, doing all cr- cool, crazy things that, you know, that influenced Dangerous. me. Dangerous. Yeah, true, true. But I mean, the, the dangers of me being on a bike still didn't surpass the dangers of the streets. Um, meaning, you know, that's fucking gangs. crazy, man. And I did understand what I was doing, and I didn't understand the real impact until, like, I started to see with my own eyes. I started to see, like, you know, rival gangs that were, like, in the streets every day, on the block, turned up, looking at me riding my bike and stopped their actions and what they were doing. I was their distraction, and it would be, like, and I'm like, for that brief minute that I'm doing my thing, it stopped them from doing what they would, you know, be normally doing. So then I was like, yo, how could I use that as, you know, use that power to, you know, advance my people or my community? And, you know, I started getting input from my community. Like, man, you need to be in X Games. And, you know, they don't understand, the, you know, <laughs> how to get into yeah. X Games or how it really works. But today, in their eyes... I'm doing something that's on that same level, which it was true. You know, uh, my talent was definitely on a level that, you know, pro athletes could admire and respect. Right. They might not have been on the dirt, which they're normally using. And and I was, as a kid, that's what I wanted. But I didn't have those resources. I, did, I wasn't able to go to a motocross track and ride. Like, I would go, like, once a year with my dad and my little brother, or before my brother, it would just be my dad. Or, like, when I first started riding, like, a dirt bike, it would be, like, once a year going to, like, the dips, what they call Devil's Dips, which if you're in the inner city and you're familiar with L.A., um, that is currently the 105 freeway now. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah. that area used to be open, and we used to ride there. My dad rode there as a kid down Damn. by Southwest um, College. It was just open, and I remember riding there for the first time and falling over, and my throttle getting stuck, and me go to pick my bike, and it just shoots off. Oh, I remember fuck. that type of shit. So it's crazy to know that, like, you know, that was one of the things that was like, whoa. Then I fast forward to me still riding once a year, but like, still having a dirt bike. But my dad's like working all the time. My dad worked for the city, so he was always working hard to try to help our family and put not even help but to you know take care of the family so i had friends that were like older than me like when i was younger when i was like junior high school um i was always in trouble i was in trouble in elementary i was always just turned up bro i was a product of my environment hell yeah so that's the um, time you're gonna get away with it anyways yeah it's the best time to get in trouble and i remember like when i got to junior high it was kind of like the turning point when my dad was like look you know like 
you going it's it's time for a change in you mm-hmm. and throughout my like earlier childhood my mom was on drugs like my mom was like i grew up in the 80s which is the crack epidemic yeah you know shout out especially to, in uh, that city yeah to uh snowfall which is one of my favorite shows i don't know if anybody tunes into snowfall no i've never seen it. it no you need to watch it go go get caught <clears throat> up on it i you you're gonna love it. I tried to get this guy. I always try to suggest stuff, but he likes watching nature shows with his wife, which is cool, <laughs> and fishing stuff and some other stuff. But I don't even know so the names boring. of. Yeah. But if he listens to me, he will be a lot more cooler. But he does listen. That's why he's as cool as he is. That's why you got the nickname oh, Pickle Dog. Important yeah. stuff to yeah, the important yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, important. That is important too. Snowfall. <laughs> Shout out to. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, but um, my mom was on drugs, um, and. It was like she was she was in and out of my life, you know, and it was due to that. And I use like the bikes as kind of a, a way of outlet to kind of get off those things. So my mom did get off of drugs. I did. She moved, she had to move out of LA. She moved up to the Bay Area. Oh and shit! When she moved up to the Bay, she got clean. She got she got herself together. And that that was about the time that I was in junior high. I was like six sixth grade. Yeah, sixth grade. Like the like. No, seventh grade, I believe. And I was going to eighth grade. It was one of those junior high, like yeah. middle school stuff. So I had my dad was like, You're going to stay with your mom. So boom, I get shipped off summer to stay with my mom. Oh shit. So I was like, All right. And then that's when like I stayed in Oakland and my mom bought me a bike and out there, because you know I like bikes and I would ride around the city finding little spots to jump stuff in the parks but it was just like little stuff right Fuck yeah so then my mom moved out of oakland to antioch which is pretty much if you would compare antioch antioch would be like riverside or corona or the outskirts of okay. the city it's like an hour away from more bike oakland. friendly too more bike friendly more of the suburbs more where you know you would see somebody with some dirt jumps and stuff like that so I was just like from LA drive, you know, moving from here to here, and I was like, all right, cool. Then I I started to see that I I got introduced more into that culture, and I was always a kid that even when I did live in LA, I was buying like the Ride BMX magazines That's and BMX right. Plus magazines <clears throat> and all of that. I was just into that heavy, real heavy. Um, watching, I remember going to. I mean, if 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 I tell you this, you'll know how like you'll know how old I am. Going to like Hollywood video blockbuster video that's right baby so i would go that's and i would shit. i would Rest go rent where well, they had the red Man, curtains and everything for real that's for right. real so i would go and rent uh videos like terra Firmia, um jerry mcgrath um if you guys know fox still roots rent, yes um crusty demons of dirt all those i would just rent those and watch them crazy 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 all the time just black kid watching all these yeah white Token. guys just jump stuff doing yeah. crazy white boy shit and i mean my yeah. homies call it white boy shit it was they don't at the know time it. yeah so it was like that was but i dreamed of just going to go find some shit like that to go do stuff like that but you know it didn't really but what happened was when i went to stay in the suburbs it became more realistic because you know, I would find guys who had BMX bikes, and we were gonna go hit the dirt trails. I'm like, dirt trails? What y'all, y'all, y'all actually have that? That shit really exists. It's not just in a magazine. Yeah. And I would go and ride those jumps and do those things with these kids, and they're like, "What the fuck? You wrote this shit before?" I'm like, "Nah, but I <laughs> pretty much studied this shit like a I'm, Bible." I'm, yeah, I'm a natural. And, and I started doing it, and then I got wrapped up in it really, t- really tough. And it was like a, it started to become more of a big um, influence in my life. And I that I use that to like, like I said, 
get off my steam. It was just, it was my hobby, number one hobby, and that and watching the videos of dirt bike stuff. So then you fast forward to like my senior year or junior year of high school when I went back to stay in LA. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of like got pushed to the side a little bit because now I'm more influenced in the inner city about what's going on in the inner city. But I never left, left, I never lost track of bikes. I always kept a bike, I always kept something that I can ride and just, you know, do stuff with. Um, Stay out of trouble. Yeah. So then, like, once I got back to LA and I started riding BM, like riding BMX more, it was no dirt jump. So I was just more street now. Yeah. Having to ride street. <clears throat> so I think I had, like, a, is it Joey Garcia? I remember. It was a Schwinn dirt jump bike that I, my dad bought, bought me, whatever. Started riding that thing, jumping stuff. And then I had friends that were like, I want to say they were like at least in their 20s, like mid-20s, and I was in high school. So they were like 10 to 15 years older than me. And I found them because they lived around the corner from me. Um, like my homie Kimo, rest in peace, which he, he was one of the founders of Cocky Riders. Um, and he was like a big influence in my life because I remember uh, when I got, first got back to L.A., you know, if I heard a dirt bike, I'm finding where it's at. You know, you yeah. city, you're like, ee, 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 you hear that <laughs> shit. And it's like dirt bikes in LA. And like before, before like bike life culture really struck big like that, it was, it was more speed and like busting gears down. Like you would, you know, if you listen to um, shifting, like, uh, like shifting a dirt bike, you know, if you're like beginner on a two stroke, it was like, if you hear, <laughs> you hear that means they're it's holding like the, the clutch. Ice cream man. Exactly. You're I mean that's they're speed shifting. They're holding the clutch and the gas shifting and letting go. So you like, oh, somebody you know what they're doing, they out there riding. And I heard that and I'm like, where did it go? I'm on my bike, chase, chasing down the hill. I'm go from 141st to Hoover, go down Hoover and then boom, there's chemo. Outside with his homies, and they got uh 80, YZ80, um, YZ125, they got like all the sh all the shit, and I'm like, oh, like it's like my eyes light up. I'm like, man, yeah. I start talking to him, like, man, can I can I ride? He like, man, you can't even really touch the ground. I'm like, man, I can ride. He's like, man, you know how to ride for real. How you ride then? I'm like, man, you, what, what, is it in neutral? And he's like, oh, okay, you know, are you get you know something? I'm like, yeah, let me see. Damn. He like put it in neutral. The mic's <laughs> all right, boop. Click it all the way down, half up, boom, it's in neutral. He's like, how you started? All right, hold the bike, hold the bike. They hold the back of the bike, grab the clutch. Started up. He's like, oh, you know just to grab the clutch then, huh? I'm like, boom, all right, cool. He's like, all right, you probably can ride. I'm like, he's like, so how do you take off? I'm like, put it in, you put it in first. Click it down and you ease off the clutch and you gone. He like, all right, I'm going to let you ride, but hey, you Damn. get hurt. It's on you. Like, I'm like, let me ride. As soon yeah, as I take yeah. off, me, I'm out of there. He like, oh. And I'm like, I'm young. On a 125, can't touch the ground. Homie's got to hold me up in the back. No and way. And I get back, I turn around. They got to catch me pretty much, you know, because I can't touch the ground. So then from there, I, I develop a relationship with, with Kimo. And um, his name was Kimani Bellamy, but we call him Kimo. And his brother was from Main Street. He was from Main Street, Crips. And they, he had money. He was a street, street, you know, street hustler. Right, and he right. introduced me to uh, my homie Gino, which is his cousin from Bonnie Hunters. You know what I mean? That's how he a blood. So there, there it is. Bikes over banging already. You know, my homies that that's that's older that that's you know true, they don't yeah. let the color lines separate. Plus, they family and they out getting money. That's the biggest color of all. Right. Green. So 
we start riding, start riding bikes. He get a banshee, and that's my first two-stroke twin V twin that I rode. I'm sliding the banshee around corners, doing crazy <laughs> shit, bro. In, so the any, in the street, in the street, in the street, in the street. That's fucking so, insane. Yeah, dude. so like for me, it was like this. I, whenever I get out of school, I'm going down to keep my house. I was on punishment a lot, so I was like in the house. You know, restriction, my dad. But anytime I get a time to get out or sneak out or whatever, I'm down the street. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm coming back smelling like like 927. You know what I mean? Anybody <laughs> know like what that weed. is? Yeah. No, no weed. 927. Anyway, yeah. we, we can't come back. Anyway, it goes back to like that era. And then I went from that to street bike. Chemo got a street bike like three, four years after. Not even that long. Probably like a year and a half. He got a street bike after that. He had like an old 600 S rad, but then he started getting more heavy into the street thing, and that's when um, they had a club called Platinum Riders and Rough Riders. Rough Riders was like just starting to really hit LA, and um, um, Chemo was was he was with Rough Riders for a while, because I remember because um, the movie Biker Boys, Chemo's in Biker Boys, and that's like oh shit, like they did an open audition for casting. He did that. He was in there. Him and his motorcycle. Him and Rough Riders. And I met a lot of like like big name dudes that I didn't even know who they were, just through Chemo, you know, and street dudes who were just like hustlers, getting money, getting bikes, and then out, you know, once once that air kind of kind of went to like it started going up. You know, people started getting more popular with the bike life scene, well, bike scene, motorcycle scene because of the movie influence. And I remember, like, Platinum Riders was kind of big, and he was part of Platinum Riders. But then he, he like, I for, it was some drama with them. I was too young to really understand what was going on with that. But he ended, they ended up breaking from there. And Rough Riders, he was, I think Kimo was a Rough Riders, too. I can't remember what clubs he was from. But I know he was like in and out of different ones because it's just he he didn't agree with a lot of stuff, you know, politics, I guess. Yeah. So they started cocky riders, and it was Chemo, CJ, um, Big Mark. It was a bunch of older dudes that you know to me that was older dudes, and I'm like, yo, these dudes is dope on bikes, but you know they have a motorcycle. Now they on motorcycles. I, they would come by. I hop on Chemo dirt bike. They like, oh yeah, he's he nice on the dirt bike, and that's all. I love dirt bikes. But I remember Chemo getting an R1, which is like a 1,000cc bike, bro. I hadn't even had a driver's license yet. And I'm, <laughs> and he like, you want to ride? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to say no. I'm, I remember doing 100 in first gear on an R1 down Vermont. Holy shit. And I'm not understanding how, how this bike is so fast. And like, ooh, damn, I got to stop. And it, it just like... And I was able to control it, but it was just something different. And, On and a I was fucking bit, bike, yeah, dude. bro. And I was I was bit by the bug, bro. And that's like starting at like Redondo Beach. Uh, Boulevard going down Vermont. As soon as I get to Rosecrans, like, oh shit, damn, I gotta shut it down. <laughs> you know, pulling there, pulling in front of Chemo, and then like, I gotta give me a street bike. That's next. That's next. You know what I mean? And then I remember like 19, I was working at a uh, clothing store. Up you were on the street bike long though, were you? Yeah, I was. I was on were street you? bike long. Yeah, I, like so. The story with the street bike was like, and that was in high school when I graduated high school. My grandmother gave me her. Golf, red golf. I had beat up in there like two twelves, and I'm a slap. And I remember having that, and then like started working at ASV, which is a company that did car prep, which is like preparation for cars that go to commercials and videos, and oh, okay. like third yeah. party, you know, stuff you see on TV. And my best friend at the time would he plugged me with his dad. His dad put me in, so I knew I was mechanical and just you know 
Gift the Gap, talking to people, and I started working there. And I remember, like, soon as I, like, like 19, I started working there, and I was like, soon as I got, like, to a point where I was, like, making, like, 30, 30 to 40,000 back when I was 19 years old, and I'm like, you know, working hella hours in the shop, damn near living in the shop, going to location, doing, I'm, fly, I'm started flying around doing stuff, doing locations on my, you know, with um, guys in this company. And I'm like, I'm getting a bike. I didn't even buy a car. That was my first thing I purchased was a motorcycle. Damn, that's uh, the shit, dude. A 2003 <clears throat> Yamaha R6 that I purchased. That was my first vehicle I ever bought. My car was given to me my grandmother. And then I had that for like three years. I crashed it a few times, rebuilt it. And then every time I would just put sick stuff on it. And it was crazy because I was doing stunt crazy stuff on it. But it was it was every time I fix it, I'll make it like a show bike. So it would be way more expensive to fix the bike. So a lot of, you know, my um, um, a salary going towards my, <laughs> my hobby in yeah. bikes, you know. And I remember, like, you know, my dad, like, not really, like, supporting, like, that whole, like, what are you doing with these bikes and what you, like... And I remember doing that, and he's like, you know, you don't want to get you a city job. Like, you know, you need some, some structure. And I don't think he understood really what I was doing. And then, yeah, um, that's common, dude. Because your, your parents want you to do something safe. Of man. course. And not you know, only that, retirement and like. He rode bikes. So <clears throat> right, he was yeah. like thinking, you know, like Jay Z say, just people always going to tell you what they think is right for, the, for you to do, but it's really what, what, what's right for them. You know, right. somebody say, no, you can't do that. Like, no, you can't do that, but I can do that. <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, I spent a, a, a great amount of time proving myself to myself as well as my parents and everyone around me that, you know, my dreams were true, you know, and bringing my dreams to reality. Um, Even from your younger days, you always knew in the back of your head. Well, yeah, well, yeah I, I knew that I knew that bikes was going to be my way out, my ticket out, but I didn't know how I was going to use it. Um, I just because it's hard. I was, I was always looking, looking to find um, a way out, and through. But I wanted to ride a bike, yeah. And I always, I always, I didn't know what the time frame of like motocross and racing and all that. I remember um, like watching James Stewart come up, and that was my favorite, still to this day, my favorite um, rider. And I was like, I can be him, gonna be him, and not knowing that like he started so far. I, as a matter of fact, I did know how far he started because my uncle, shout out to my uncle Hassan. Um, when James Stewart was on 80s, bro, my uncle Hassan showed me this because he was really big into motocross, super big. And there was uh, Cycle News. Is it Cycle News? Cycle News. Yeah, right? It was Cycle News. It was Cycle News. It, it was, was a black big ass newspaper. It was big and black and white, right? Yep. And I think it was like only the cover, only the front of it was, was in color and everything else was black and white. Right, Cycle News is better. Yeah. Well, rest in peace, and Cycle you, News now. Yeah, yeah. But. And in and in the back of it, it had all the stuff where you can get your bikes fixed and all the parts, like advertising in the back. I remember that. And it had yeah. all the local stuff too. Yeah, like all the local races around here. Yeah. So my uncle That's used awesome. to have. He was he was subscribed to that. So he used to show me that like, look this James Stewart, this dude. He used to always talk, and I was just like, damn that dude. And it was crazy because I only remember my uncle talking about him, and then I remember like three, like five, six years later, hearing his name. And like on TV and seeing it, I'm like, that's James Stewart. And people are like, yeah, it's James. I'm like, no, you don't know. I've been knowing about this kid yeah. and I've been like watching you followed this kid. Him, yeah. yeah, I Fastest followed him. Dude ever. Yeah, really? and, and you would, and, and it was from? no, um, um, Hainsborough, Florida. But he, you would never know 
because uh, there was no social media. There was really no, like, internet was kind of really yeah. not, like, how it is today. It was better than when you didn't, when there was more well, you, mystique you, involved, yeah, man. And you had to put in more work. Like, it was more groundwork that you had to do to get even near, like, it, no, somewhere near close to what things are today. Um, but I remember seeing that. I'm like, yo, I could be just like him, bro. I remember sending him a long-ass paragraph. James Stewart on MySpace, like trying to like pro- like campaign myself to be like, yo, I want to ride, like you know, and you know he was still doing what he was doing, and it was crazy because at that point I was looking like, damn, how could I do this? And then I started understanding as I went to races more, the ages of things, and I was like, damn, like not that it's too late for me, but like I don't have the resources still to go ride and race every day. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll still get to ride and race, and then you know, hitting jumps and doing that, doing all that stuff was just like, whoa, that's just crazy. That's like, what got me back into racing. Yeah, yes, for so, real. So when you started racing, is that how you met Dylan? No, 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 no. Serious. So, so look, I'll, so I'm fast forward so I can I can tag this guy in. I mean, we can get back to my story later, but look, check this out. No, no, I, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. no, I, I want to get this guy tagged in right now so he can, he, can, he can start talking about, you know, his experience on, you know, how – what bikes overbanging is to him, and a uh-huh. bike that it's it's very similar. My bike was my gateway to get me out of, you know, I was never in gangs or anything like that, but get me out of my you, dark spots. Yeah, you wouldn't have been a good gang member. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. But you know, it was dark. No. You know, after you know what I went through, and my yeah, man, my bike was my almost my savior. It, yeah, it, it is. It, it your release. Out. It was definitely. It was your my release. release. Yeah. It was my meditation. Your therapy. It was all everything. Fuck, so man. so so. With the bike life scene, I go. I we fast forward. You know me um, from the street transitioning to getting a supermoto and re- starting to just kill the streets. I went from uh, from the dirt uh, um, R six and I bought a little stunt bike, a fifty where I had everybody in the inner city buying fifties, bro, and making them into stunt bikes. And I was like grown ass men Damn. buying fifties, doing this shit, bro. I like I I, I got sponsored by Jonas. Um, from LRG on a 50, which Little was unheard of. Which was unheard of, wow. bro. And not pit bikes jumping, but doing tricks, circles, sitting on the handlebars, which is a unicycle trick that I used to do. No hands, one hand, circles. We'll look at some video on of that shit. On one wheel. Yeah. On one wheel. So I went from that Fuck. to being like, I need a bigger version of that. And I bought a dirt bike and started. And I remember, because it was like right at the end of like my first season, of, like not season, but first part of car prep with our that job i was telling you about yeah yeah and it was right with the recession hit and i had a 401k and everything you know at 19 and then i was like 21 no i like 21 i was probably like 25 26 because i had probably worked for that company for seven years and then the recession hit gm lost all they shit all the car companies right there like 08 right exactly then i was like yo i'm about to invest in for myself i'm I'm about to buy me a supermoto i cashed in my fucking 401k I kept some money, but most of it went to buying this bike and fixing it up how I wanted. And I was just I had no really no real solid plan, but just I'm gonna ride. Yeah. So that's what I did. I Is started that how riding. you met Darius? No, no. So I met. So I started riding that that bike. That bike got stolen like three years later. Fuck. And then um, my wife helped me get another one. And then shout out to Quanda. Shout out Quanda for sure. Um, so then after that, I started riding way more street stuff. And then um, social media started popping for me. Started doing music videos. I started um, utilizing the platform of what 
um, I was saying as far as working for the industry, I was using my resources that I met and connects. I met shooting commercials with photographers, video guys, just networking. And um, I remember it was like a, a show where um, Twitch, because Twitch started following me. I forgot how that happened, but he started following me on Instagram, and we chopped it up. And Who's Twitch? Twitch is Jeremy Steinberg. He's a, a freestyle model. Yeah. gold medalist. Yeah. Pretty yeah. profound in the freestyle oh, okay. community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, very profound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They call him Gramps now because he's older, but he and still yeah, get yeah. out. He still they, does backflips. Dirt bike kids is his thing. Yeah, DBK. Oh, yeah. But why he's so famous is he was a young kid with Tourette's. Yeah. And he would That's be, why they call him Twitch. Yeah. He was oh, shaking shit. his head, riding. And his, yeah, he does this. If he still watches videos, he does this all day. Yeah, he yeah. he's Damn. going up the ramp and his head's moving. Dude, I used to have a friend in high school that had Tourette's. It was the funniest thing I ever seen in my life. I'm sorry, I know it's fucked up, but it was hilarious because he would just yell fuck in the middle of class and like yeah, nobody if could he had do a, shit. No, because if you had a substitute teacher, they were just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Right. We couldn't wait till we had a substitute teacher. Right, because his he brother had... was up and up like they had twin brothers. They both had it, like a mild case of it. We had a, his older brother was sitting in front of the class and he go fuck and then the back of him go shut the fuck up. <laughs> we just cuss yeah. at each other, dude. It's hard not to laugh at that. I know it's fucked up, but he had no it's fucking funny, problem. dude. Yeah, all. his wasn't verbal. It was, just it was more physical, like, sense of things. But that's what he, not his name's Twitch, and then he excelled. He excelled at dirt bikes and shit. And he came from Santee, I believe, um, a part, uh, pretty trashy uh, area, uh, which, you know, I think he related more to our culture of being black because you've been a lot of black people are poor. It's just that, you know, we come in, come up know, in, in situations like that. I've experimented just trying going off a jump and like moving my head like just shaking my head before a jump yeah it's, it's, it's disorienting it's very disorienting dude and like that he made a living still yeah he still does he started like he's his going own company to, off of yeah that. he's going to do a backflip and his head's like yeah. going back and forth it's like dude that's fucking nuts dude yeah so that dude um I, he him and he so he's he was sponsored by he's still sponsored by monster energy and he was doing a thing with Ethica underwear. And this is like about the time where Meek Mills was like really getting popular with the bike life scene and bringing a culture out. And he was doing a show in Temecula. And they had this poster. First, it was supposed to be a ride out. But I think that idea got shot down in Temecula. They're like, we ain't about to bring a bunch of motherfuckers on dirt bikes and just ride around <laughs> our city. So then they, it ended up going into a, a stunt show with him and Chino. Um, Meek Mills is a uh, protege that rides dirt bikes. He's also in that movie, Charm City. MMG, okay. right? MMG? Uh, no, no, no. That was back when Meek Mill first came out. It was MMG. Um, but now it's Dream Chasers. That's Meek right. Mills, Meek That's Mill right. has his own thing. Um, so I met Twitch through that on it, just on social media. And he, I'm like, yo, what's up with this show? Like, I thought we was doing a ride out. And he's like, come out. I don't know if he was serious that I thought or thought I wasn't going to show up. So I'm like, all right, I'm pulling up. The day comes, I pull up. Twitch hadn't made it there, and then at that time, Malcolm was like head of Malcolm uh, McCasey, 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 however you pronounce it, was like the head of Ethica at that time. And uh, I remember going to Temecula, driving like two hours, bro, from L.A. and shit to do this show. Me and my homie Harley B. and Quanda, and I brought all, all my shit, like. 50 all my I'm like I'm about to it's a show all right I'm gonna get these motherfuckers a show yeah so I pull up and I'm I'm greeted with Malcolm and he's like what's up dude like 
I'm like, I'm here for the show. He's like, oh, no, dude, it's not a ride anymore. I'm like, I know it's a show. Twitch told me to pull up. He's like, oh, dude. Uh, um, and he's kind of like fumbling through words trying to figure out how to tell me no. And he's looking like, damn, this motherfucker's serious. Like, he really came out here. I'm like, I'm from Watts, homie. I just pull up just to try to do the show because I want to showcase. Yeah, I want to showcase. And Twitch told me to come, so I'm here. So then he goes, yeah, dude, I don't know, man. Instagram, everybody can willy, you know? And I'm like, I'm not everybody, bro. Like, yeah. I go all my bikes over there. Like, I'm here for the show. What's up? Like yeah. That. And I'm like, he goes. Give me a shot, right. motherfucker. Yeah, I already yeah, he's here. like, so he's like, ah. Oh. So I'm like, call Twitch. Like, call him. And he's like, oh, yeah, Twitch isn't. Call him. Like, call him then. So he get on the phone with Twitch, and Twitch, I guess, Twitch tell him something, because he come back. He like, all right, dude, go get your bikes. Let me see something. Because Twitch is like, I'm I'm late. Um, Chino was there. He got he had just got there, but he was like, I guess he was under the weather for some reason. I don't know, jet lag or some shit. Yeah. And uh, I remember meeting him, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Chino. This is a little hot kid that been doing all, this, all the dope shit on the bike. What's up? Yeah. And I met him, and I don't know if it what it was about it, but it was just like, it was this energy where he was just like, Chino, kind of like head up, like looking down on me. And I'm like, I'm here kind of like, as like supporter of what you doing and I do the same shit so whatever I ain't take nothing of it so yeah. we go do so he, I go grab my stuff and I start busting out all my shit and Malcolm went from like yeah everybody can win on Instagram I'm like so look oh so so look you guys are gonna start the show he start talking fast <laughs> so um, Chino's gonna he's gonna come in Twitch is gonna and you guys gonna do this so go ahead man go ahead get warmed up and he's like you know he turns on the voice he start like he like yeah you could do it pretty much and I'm like all right cool so I gonna start doing we start going ham I'm riding stoppies I'm riding doing burnout I'm doing everything you know at that time bike life hadn't really transitioned with like combos like on on a street bike level yet. They were still kind of just standing on the seat, got a little bit of footwork. I'm jumping to side saddle, up, dragging foot. I'm doing other stuff dragging on, the front wheel, on the front wheel, you know, like just crazy shit. And then I get on my, my 50 and I'm sitting on there on the handlebars doing what So I'm like, what the fuck? Where did you come from? Yeah. Like, came so, from the woodwork, dude. Yeah, dude. It was, it got so crazy. That's how you learn that shit, though, man. Like, from I, the hood, yeah, bro. Yeah, from the hood, for real. Like, even for, for kids, when I just, just to relate it to like, I know nothing about bikes, but when we were kids, the baseball field I played at as kids, there's no grass. It's all dirt. So it's fucked up. So every ground ball you get is bouncing all over the place. There's rocks all over the place. No one drags the field. So when I went to high school and there was grass on the field, I was like, oh my God, this is fucking easy. Yeah. It's no Yeah. Because you learn the getaway. Every time you dove, you're like, I'm fucked because this whole part yeah. of your arm, fucking bloody. Yeah. So you you already I know all about that. Yeah, Not you from diving, but from 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 falling exactly. <laughs> but you but you learned but you learned the ghetto shit and it transitioned later because like those kids never life got to gets, learn that. Life gets a little bit easier. It got a lot when easier because of the, that. When you come from the bottom, the top is easy. Dude, yeah, exactly, man. So yeah, no, nah, but so at that same show, I met Darius. Oh, okay. I already knew. Oh, I Darius knew, was there. I knew, that's how I met Darius. So um, I already knew who he was because they had put out a. Um, Young and Reckless, he was he was working real close with Young and Reckless, and they put out this video of him and shit. I'm like, damn, this dude. And I'm like, damn, looking at him, because I was always still impressed with dirt bike shit. Like, dirt bike shit was first for me. It was like, that was, like, the street stuff was dope, and I made what I made out of it, but dirt bike was always, in the dirt, was always, like, prime for me. I just couldn't do it. I didn't have the resources. So when I seen this dude, Darius, paralyzed, on the track whipping it i'm like i can't even dude. whip how is he 
how is he doing that? That's so I remember insane, seeing man. him at the show. He pulls up and he needed help getting his bike out. I helped him. Like, I want to see him. He's about to ride in his show with us. Like, halfway through the show, Darius pulls up, you know, paralyzed. Got his, his, uh, do you like that? That's it. That surfer helmet. chick with one arm don't have yeah. nothing She's on this. Nothing fool. compared to this guy. Yeah, yeah. She does her thing. Absolutely but, inspirational. Yeah. That's like, insane, man. If you're not, yeah. there's something wrong with you. Yeah. 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 So that was a, di- a big inspiration to me. And then, um, once I met him that day, I helped him out on his bike, put his bike on the back, got his number. Like that next weekend, he was at my house, bro. Like, I want to come to the street ride house with you. And I'm like, you at the street ride house? Fuck it. I got your back. Let's roll. Yeah. So I started taking him to street rides with me. We go to the stunt spot and ride. And then I remember the, the way that I got, like, I ended up on a 250 was um, I was riding my 450 and the tranny messed up. I messed the tranny up or something. The transmission on it. And I'm like, damn, I don't got a bike. And Darius like, take my shit. I got my 450. Because he had his 250 and his 450. And that's when I was like, all right, cool. I'm like, he like, the Hondas, the wheels should fit. So we pulled the, the 250. I put the supermoto wheels off my 450 on it. Handbrake, I put all the stuff on it. He was like, damn, that motherfucker look hard. I want to ride. He rode it. <laughs> and then I started. It took me a while to get adjusted because I had that uh, recluse, like first generation recluse clutch, which you know, still to automatic this day, clutch. Yeah, still to okay. this day sucks, but I learned how to kill shit with it. Um, and then I remember riding with Darius for like a year, and then he was trying to qualify for Loretta's. That was his story. It's always been his story trying to qualify for Loretta's. And um, biggest and guess, amateur national and that's in how the pickle, world. Pickle, no way yeah. in the world. Yeah, biggest amateur pickle. national in the world. Did you ever compete down. in those or any of those things? Qualified, wasn't able to go. My dad couldn't take the time off work to uh-huh. take me when I was younger. Yeah, but. I mean, yeah, uh, it's it's he made it. What's like the average age people competing in that? Any age, you can yeah. be six on a fifty, or they go up to like fifty pro. Oh yeah. shit! That like the elite pro is like that's like your last race before we see you on TV. Oh fuck! Yeah, that's crazy, man. So, I mean, he qualified, and they told him he was a danger to other riders because of his cage, because he's par- he's he's paralyzed, obviously, yeah. and. uh he had these bars hanging off his frame. And we literally strapped him in with strap yeah. tie straps. Yeah. So bro. his legs didn't fall off. Motocross is already That's insane. This motherfucker, we'd put him in third gear and he raced the whole race in third gear. He can't move his feet. He's in one gear the whole race. Yeah. So That's all this actions, his balance nuts, is all dude. coming from his waist. And, if he, and we were just talking about abs earlier. This dude is like ripped. Gear up, he's ripped and he rides a hand bike and he's like like, I remember, like, fucking around with him in the front seat because I used to always talk shit. And you see me in the video yeah, knocking yeah. his hat off. Like, <laughs> I didn't I didn't let that, like, change our personality. No, no, not are. at all. Like, and they don't want people, you to either. People people always like, why are you picking on him? He's in a wheelchair. And I'm like, nah, this is me and my homie. Like, yeah. I, like, That's the homie. He's not in a wheelchair and I still do stupid exactly. stuff to him. So I'm not going to I'm not gonna just like, Treat oh, him the yeah. same. And so that's I what he wants. Right. And that's what he's like, yo. So I'm like, man, I'll whoop your ass. Yeah. And I remember, <laughs> I remember like, um, if you ever seen uh, Training Day with Snoop Dogg. Of course. And, and, and he's like, man, put me in the front seat. I bet I'll whoop his ass. Yeah. <laughs> he like, take your legs away. We, You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. like, all right, get in the front seat. And I remember wrestling with him and like, that motherfucker was strong. Like, oh yeah, I'm dude. glad I didn't have to get in the front seat with him. No, you know yeah, what I mean, dude. like it was, it's like that. That's how strong and independent he is. I know so many people that still don't have the same independence as him, and they got legs and shit. Like, yeah, on, oh dude, it's exactly so that. How I met Pickle was one of the races 
for uh, This was the qualifying. year after. Because yeah. the year they told him no, he can't race. It was an outrage. Yeah, he went and got a lawyer, and then like, they was like, he really? lawyered up on the like, ass, and dude, then they let him. Yeah, he, he qualified fair and square with kids that could walk, and yeah. you tell him when he gets yeah. there, right? There's two qualifiers: there's an area and a regional, yeah, and balls, then you go man. to Loretta's, and so, he qualified yeah. fair and fucking square. Yeah, if you if I if uh, I was if I was a threat if I was a threat, you would have told me at e- either the area or the regional. So you waited till I got here, so that's why he really had Drove a big case. Drove yeah. across the states. That's yeah. that's a big difference. Yeah. That's a big difference. Yeah, dude, you tell me from there. the beginning, or if you don't tell me in the beginning, then that's just what it is, bro. Yeah. I'm here. From the Let beginning, to, from, from the beginning, I can I can understand their concern a little bit. Like, yeah, what if someone crashes into your shit and that sucks? I get that part. But like, like you said, if you say it at the end, that's fucking, that's bullshit. Nah, you let yeah. me spend my money and my time, and then you get me here, and you're like, ah, nah, bro, you yeah. can't do it. Nah. And he was about to whoop fucking ass too. Yeah. He was riding really, yeah. Yeah. really he good. Was, he was on top, and he had a tra- he had a um, trainer named Chris, and Chris is my homie. Like that, dude, Chris is funny. Um, quick story about Chris, bro. So Chris comes to my house. We're going to go ride at one of the stunt rides in the L.A. River, right? Not mm-hmm. a stunt ride, but it's just go ride and yeah. do some stuff in the L.A. River. And Chris had his bike. He had a brother in Florida, and he had his bike shipped out here. A street bike, motorcycle, right? Like a Harley. And he pulls up to my house with this Ethica. No, it, it was. It had an Ethica sticker. On, not Ethica. It had an Etni sticker on the side. And, but it was a it was a bat, uh, skateboard helmet, bro. He a, had brain, a, sca- a brain bucket. Yeah, he had the skateboard helmet on. And I'm like, yo, what you doing? He's like, oh, man, just put the helmet on. You know, I was like, no, bro. You're they in California, will, bro. You're in California, bro. They like, will take your shit. He's like, what you mean? I'm like, look, I'm like, yo, I tell the homie, hey, go go to the back. Go grab, I'll go grab a helmet for him and give him a helmet. And, like, now to this day, dude, like, Chris is, like, one of, you know, like, people I can call. The pe- Matter of fact, I did a show because he, he lives in Hawaii now. Oh, okay. So, Chris got me a show in Hawaii. I did my first one, like, I did a stunt show. Me and my homie Death Row from Curacao. We did a stunt show in Hawaii, bro. Fucking Death Row. Yeah, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. Bikes have taken me so far and connected me with so many different people that I I had to make something of something like a program that can help people like myself. You know what I mean? And and, and the thing about it is, like, Bikes Over Banging is we operate solely on. On um, donations, so like you know, when you see the go to bikesoverbanging.com and just donate, bro. Like that's where the money's going. Like anything that's quarter T related, that's on me. That's on my own dime. I take care of my own self. Like, right. And right. everything but you purchase is for the kids. For the kids. So donate, 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 man. If you list, listening to this show, um, I'm campaigning for the kids. I'm campaigning for our lifestyle for us to continue doing these great things that we're doing. So please donate, man. And it's crazy because I in my head I'm like, man, people don't really donate. I'm gonna de- that people are not gonna donate. You'd be surprised. People just donate at random times. So I remember like even this year, some dudes like, I wanna donate. And he's like, I'm like, all right, go to the website, it's a donate button. And I'm like, yeah, they're going twenty dollars some five hundred bucks. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. And it was crazy That's because crazy, we needed man. we needed we needed a little bit extra money to buy a bike for um, Sean, little Sean, the kid that you just seen. He right. Sean he went, Bailey Jr. He, he <laughs> yeah. went bikes from over banging. borrowing bikes to letting people borrow bikes. Yeah, that's bro. amazing, dude. But the, they're all for the kids. Yeah, that that transition is crazy. Like, I'm I'm never like, I I don't ever look at anything for granted, dude. Because like he said, I remember coming to ride in the desert with this dude on borrow bikes. It wasn't even my bikes. I just wanted to ride them. You know, yeah. homies buy bikes and then like. 
you know, they just sit up. They might ride them once or twice, but they're not passionate. So they like, they know I take care of their shit. If I break it, I buy it. You know, you break, you buy. So, you know what I mean? I, I, that's what I did. And I remember a lot of it. Once I rode one homie's bike and like I break a lever, I don't go put a stock lever. I'm putting like, you know what I'm saying, an ASV or arc lever or something on there. So my homies would rather me ride their bike than anybody because they like shit. It's going to gonna come back better. Yeah, it's going to come yeah. back better. So yeah, go break some shit, please. Yeah, straight up. That's so, true. Is that why you let me ride that? What? The 125? No, you you don't <laughs> buy the parts, fool. I bought all the fucking cool parts. Oh, right, right, right. That's right. Yeah, I you just, got me I a just sprocket. Beat the shit out of it. And you, yeah, and you brought me a sprocket and chain and. I bought the reeds or something. Yeah, yeah. You brought a reed cage. I beat the fuck out of that bike. It's yeah. so fun. Damn, yeah, bro. Fun ass. Bike. I know that for you. You're and you brought crash. me pro taper that I gotta up. replace because I don't like pro taper. And no, no disrespect unless you got some sponsors. But I like Renthal. Ah, <laughs> that's my thing. Anyway, so. Back to Darius. Yeah, so we go do this race. Well, I'm helping Darius with this race, me, and then I got another guy from Philly. Yeah, he uh, posted Lamar, on Instagram. He, and Pickle shows up. Oh, shit. Him He's and his like, homie, hey, if his little red truck. <laughs> my little lowrider. He, he knew I was locally accepted when I showed up in a lowrider on 20s. That's not- <laughs> What's up with this fool, you know? Yeah. So, little white kid from La Mirada. So, hey, guys, my yeah. lowrider. <laughs> well, I lived up in the desert Was then. your grandma there, so, too, still? In like, his head. Dylan, I'm- be safe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so definitely in his head, he's like, oh, this white trash motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I mean, you I'm know? looking at them, dude. Awesome, they got man. a bed full of... Oh, of uh, 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 a bed full of fucking beer cans. Hell yeah! And I'm like, oh, okay. I wasn't, I Cheers wasn't riding that. though. I wasn't riding. No, he wasn't riding time. or nothing. He was just oh, shit. In, okay. heavily influenced, still by motocross and loved stuff, it, and was That's inspired awesome, by Darius. And he, he, when he made a post. Yeah, when he came, I need help. When he came wow. out, when he came out, and I'm helping this shit, and then I'm like, who's this over anxious motherfucker right here, yeah. bro? Like we go, we go. I'm going to set Darius <laughs> up, and I'm like setting a like setting the gate and stumping out the you know this path and well, he's you there we know where the gate was he's yeah we didn't we didn't no know no one knew like how the races worked how practice worked how the motos were lined up yeah i was new to motos uh, so i'm just there to help so that's yeah. what i was you know i was there i was hey we need to go up staging and they're all just chilling i'm like no his race is up we got to go we got to get going yeah you know? so um and Chris wasn't there. Chris had like had to go. He had some. He had to go. Family issues to go back to Hawaii. So Chris was usually the guy that was in charge of that. So I, I stepped up with you know zero knowledge really about racing, but I did go and I was helping. And I'm like, who is this motherfucker? Like, and I didn't like him in the beginning because I was just like, he's annoying. As he's, he's white. Yeah, no, it wasn't even that. I, I love the 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 right white people. Yeah, you know what I mean, but this track I was just is like, ten minutes from my house, and there's like. 10 black people and me and, and like everyone's looking at me like Dylan what do you what are you who are they dude like, do they got you hostage bro yeah. wink one eye if you're in, you're like, if will. you're in danger <laughs> I've been there I went to a stand up comedy <laughs> show it was uh, uh, what's it called the kings of comedy it was like fucking uh, D.L. Hughley it was like uh, Ari Spears like it's all black comics killers right just fucking the funniest people in the business Mike Epps was there yeah. and literally it was like fucking 300 black people and like four Mexicans, me and my family. <laughs> That's how it was when we and, seen George Lopez. And I was like, but anyway. dude, it was, I was like, I'm, this is fucking funny. I'm going to laugh. Dude. Like, I, I didn't bother me at all. I was like, this is a great time. I don't give a fuck if I'm the only one here. Bro, it was hilarious. I like man. that all the time, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying literally, like, I go to motocross events, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. Black, yeah. Dude. Bro, like, yeah. they like, people look at me and it's like, what are you doing He's here? He's a dark night, baby. Bro, That's what you are. all day. And it's like, I slay shit, though. The actions speak louder than words. So when he passes most of them, 
him. Yeah. You know, he's getting locally. Oh, dude, when it comes respected. to anything that's technical, no one gives a fuck about that shit if you're good. I mean, right. dude, well, that, that's, that's what it. happened. That's I all. Had, but yeah. I had I had to earn, and I earned like pretty much where I'm at when it comes to riding a dirt bike in the dirt. I was shit when I started riding. I was riding in the desert with this dude, and they were. I remember the first time me and um, me and this dude rode. So like me and me and so. We went. He to, brought the whole hood, man. They showed up so, in a Cadillac yeah. Escalade with like bro, ten bikes. Keep this out. Keep this shit out. So the, the so rims meet, were spray painted bro. purple and <laughs> shit. I was like, God this damn. dude, this dude, we meet. So I met him right, right after the race with Darius. I'm like, all right, he's cool. He was busting his ass, helping. Yeah. And and he's so excited. He's like, yeah, come back to my house. I got a pool. We could get in a pool. And I'm like. <laughs> Do we, do we not know that we some black motherfuckers? We, we, <laughs> they don't know like, how to swim. Like, yeah, like we not about to get. No, Lamar from Philly, he like I'm getting in this pool because I was like, man, we gonna let's just go home. We got a long ass ride. And I'm like, man, I'm more so like I ain't trying to go to his house. I don't want to deal with no shit. This might be a setup. I'm like, I'm more trying to think logical. Like this shit is not right. He's like, and I don't know. Pickles like, man, fuck, I know him off the internet. He's cool. And I'm like. Whatever. So we ended up going. <laughs> Darius, that's Dar- the most white right. shit ever. Right. I know him off the internet, so he's cool. cool. So Danny's like, man, Darius in a wheelchair. He's got to be cool. So yeah. we go to we go to Pickle's house, and I remember shit, and I get there. Which I think your dad was there. He was looking like, what the fuck? Like what the fuck, Dylan? He didn't say nothing. But you made I almost, twenty friends, bro. I, I almost. This I almost, is the most friends you ever had in your I life. I almost remember. Yeah, I almost remember no <laughs> Dylan, uh, dad taking him to the back and having to talk with him. Like, <laughs> you got like ten minutes, motherfucker. Like, they better be gone. No, like. he told me he's like, do they all ride? And I was like, yeah. And he's like. Oh fucking a, that's fine. That's fucking cool. Yeah, I told yeah. you, I, I saw him go get taken to the back. I knew it was. Uh, I'm like, there's no way his parents was about to accept he was this shit. Out. He's like, <laughs> like the they fuck, all right? I'm like, yeah. yeah. And it was, and at that time, it it's was really unique, me. Dude. It really is unique. It was dude. me and we drove Darius' truck. It was me, Darius, and Lamar in the truck. I think that was it. That was. And it this was day. after the area qualified. It was right after. And he area qualified. At, he qualified um, out of the yeah, area. At, um, um, Comp Edge. It was at Comp Edge. Yes, sir. Off of and he qualified fair and square. So we go to we go to Pickle's house. He's like, yeah, come on, we got pizza, barbecue, these food. He's like, straight house hospitality. I'm like, damn, this is dope. And I'm looking at his house. I'm like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. Yeah, well, nice he's dad. like, man, you got He's like, you gotta come. He's like, you gotta come ride with us. He's like, I'm putting my bike together now. You guys inspire me. Do I really me. sound like I'm that? Like, huh? No, you don't sound like that. I'm not gonna, be gonna make. <laughs> I'm not gonna make your voice. I'm not gonna make your voice because I ain't gonna embarrass you because they you might. Guys. And then and then this is not a visual podcast. So if I start making your voice, bro, they're not gonna yeah. know when it's you. Really Dude, that took me to so. all 22 guys, years old. You guys old. are my friends now. You yeah. guys want to come over and have a bike? That's that's your that's my voice. We had a landline forever, and everyone's like. Is this Casey? I'm like, no, it's Dylan. Oh, sorry. They yeah. thought I was my fucking sister. Yeah. For real? Yeah. So, so this was, this was Hesperia House or fucking La Yeah, Mata? no, this is Hesperia. Oh, okay. Hesperia. So we go. So he's like, yeah, man, you guys got to come ride in the desert and shit. And I'm like, all right, cool. I've ridden in the desert, blah, blah, blah. So I want to say it would have to be like almost a year, huh, before I actually we came back, right? No, no. We, we rode it from Ian's house. But no, we went to the Glen Helen, no. the regional. For Darius. Okay, okay. Yeah, I know it wasn't right after, though. And this is the story that, you know, got me out of that hole. It got me out of that dark spot. Because, like, well, elaborate a little, on that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's so, his time, bro. Because so, you went through some shit just like him with, with your mom. Same thing, but different things. You he, know, had, he had mom things and you had mom things. Not so even yeah. anywhere near a quarter story, you know. He's... But he my mom's still it. here, bro, so you, you it's tough when they're not here, bro. So I, mean, I grew I, up, I grew up racing my whole life. It was a family thing. My mom and my sister, my sister cheered, and me and my dad, he took me racing. And my dad raced for a while, too. Um, you know, I don't want to talk about 
the whole racing thing. You know, I raced, and then when I was 16, I broke my jaw. And that was like, bef- that weekend prior was my first pro race, and I actually did really well. Like, I surprised myself. And I remember being young, and I'm like, dang, I could do something, you know? Yeah. I, so a week later, I broke my jaw. I fucking woke up in the hospital. I'm pretty good. Breaks his jaw. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't my fault. My I had a bike malfunction in the air. Oh, wow. And how uh, th- nuts, the ergonomics dude. work is like you hit the brake, your front end goes down. So my bike locked and just... Similar to... It's pretty much like hitting the back brake. So yeah, just, imagine what happens. You're in the air. Oop, it's throwing you forward. Holy no shit. No control. Ended up on my face, I think. I, I don't know. I, I woke up but in the hospital on morphine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... A year later, I was getting ready for my pro race, and I broke my leg. Someone was going backwards. Broke my tib-fib. Someone was going backwards on the track, and just a, a freak thing. That April, so I broke my leg in February. April 1st, we found out my mom had cancer. Oh, my God. August 1st, my mom passed away. Fuck. And I didn't fast. touch. I didn't touch a bike, dude. I didn't touch a bike. I didn't even think about it. I just wanted to smoke weed and drink beer with my friends. You yeah, know? just fucking escape. Uh, not, uh, I guess that's, yeah, that's pretty much what it was, yeah. So, essentially, you know, it was like a year or two before I seen Darius's post. And then that's how I met this guy. Wow, dude. And that's then, fucking crazy. And then what? I, I still didn't touch a bike. I still didn't touch a bike. So, when we went to Glen Helen for the regional, Glen Helen's a fucking tough track. It's tough when we're on two feet. What makes it tough? What's like? What's the, the unique? The, what's the unique region. part about it? It's like this big, stupid ass, tall ass hill. You're going up a hill, then you're down a hill. Then it's this is just long, deep. and the deep ass ruts is rough terrain. Sand. It's the toughest track, one of the toughest tracks in the world, bro. Probably like the it, world. Wow. Yeah, so, I would say yeah, it's yeah, not one yeah. of the worst. I, I like last year. I was like, fuck this track. Every year I go, I say, fuck this track. <laughs> fuck this track. And I, I made him track. go. I'm all, yeah. dude, you get good here, yeah. you can get good. And anywhere. it's true. It's right. true. It That's makes true. me like any other track I roll right now, bro. I'm like, piece of cake. Yeah. You know, only thing you think about is that tr- if you're not a real big jumper, the other tracks are are, are tougher because they got big jumps. Glen Helen doesn't Has have like two super jumps. Big, big big jumps like that, but it's just it's just uh, uh, it's rugged. Edge, it'll whoop to, your ass. And bro. to elaborate yeah, on put that, on, it's like getting put on a gang. So like, that's just, yeah, because when you jump, that's that two three one two seconds. It's your breather. Rest. You're resting in the air. Ah. And if you got no jumps, you're not resting. Yeah. So there you go. Spiky so, ass heart rate. And it's rough. Breaking bumps get really gnarly. Yeah. And coming downhill, bike wants to throw you off. Then you got to get back up the hill and down. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I grew to love it because when I was young, my dad took off my seat because I wasn't standing up enough. So then he had to learn. Smart. Well... My mom wasn't too happy about it, but you know that's yeah. another that's another story. My dad took the seat Smart off. Smart move. He's like, oh, yeah. you're gonna go race? All right. So he unbolted my seat, and when I took off out the gate, he held my seat, and I had to do the whole race with no seat. He's like, no you wanna, shit. You want to stand up now, motherfucker? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like twelve, dude. Yeah. Like that so, could be considered child abuse dude, nowadays. Yeah. That's yeah. what dads do, dude. No, get you for better, real, dude. For real. So, so what, go ahead. We're Glen Helen, and he needed spotters because there's a lot of elevation, a lot of different spots that are blind. Like so, where the stands where you watch, you can't see around the corner. So if he goes down, you need somebody to pick him up. And the flagger is not a. It's AMA, American Motorcyclist Association. Yeah, their job is to be flaggers, not pick your ass. They up. can't help you. 
So we so had to get the rules. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We had to fight. We're like, hey, this guy's fucking paralyzed, dude. Like, we need to go out there and help him. And it took us fucking what till practice till after yeah. practice, yeah. like right before the races started, because you get like a 15 minute practice in the morning. Yeah. Each everybody, the kids, the old guys, the pros, you know. So we had a fight, and I'm talking to Lori, and I know Lori, the owner of the track, and I'm like, look, this guy falls, he's stuck. Like, he's going to be a danger. I, I threw that card. You can get fucking ran over, man. I threw yeah, the yeah. card that they threw to him a year ago. I'm like, if he falls, who's going to help him? Like, it's a danger to other riders. Like, he can't get up. He's going to get ran over and take out another rider. She's like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Oh, you're right. So she let, we, no one's, not even photographers allowed on the track for these yeah. AMA races. No way. Yeah. So they let us, yeah, five so of us, yeah, we, we had five. And I and went we to the top went. of the hill. The very, very top of Mount St. Helens. That's like what they call the, the big hill. And it's like just some stupid hill that just yeah. real steep and long. Yeah. I got memories in my head of that hill. but yeah. <laughs> so, so he's racing and he's having a hard time. The ruts are deep. He can't stick his feet out. It's, it's very unbalanced. And the moment for me is when he fell up on top right in front of me. And like he had a rough day. He knew he wasn't making it. He just wanted to finish. He fell a bunch. And he looked at me, and he said, I'm sorry. Oh, dude, that would make me cry like a fucking Oh, pussy. dude, I bawled. I would have lost my yeah, mind. Like, I don't yeah. think he Don't be sorry. I bawled like on top fuck. of the hill by yeah, myself. Dude. It took me like 30 minutes to wow, get my that composure. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, you're sorry, dude? I'm, yeah. I'm fucking sorry. Nah, he's, and yeah. he's that type of dude. When you meet him, if you, when you meet him, like you'll, you'll understand that he's not, you know, you know he, he knows how to use his card to to manipulate a little bit is just that's just natural, but most of the time he's just he's just gonna keep it real. He's a down yeah. ass fool. Yeah, I love to meet him, man. He so sounds me awesome. And, I mean, this dude, we we and that's, that's how, how we, we clicked. Yeah. That's how yeah, we're like. Him, we and then felt he invited it. me out. I went to go ride with him. Um, he never rode dirt like that in his life. I rode. I rode yeah, I did. I rode. I used to ride uh, Gorman and shit with my dad, so I knew the terrain, oh, how yeah, to deal yeah. with the terrain. Okay, I, I knew about, about standing up and all that stuff. So I kind of had an upper advantage that you didn't know about me. So when we did go out there, and his homies, all his homies out there were like, "Oh, hey, these motherfuckers want to ride. Let's take them for a ride." And I yeah. was like, "It was me and my brother were the only ones that had experience." And I remember them like, uh, and I'm looking at my brother like, "You know what's about to happen?" He's looking at me like, "Yeah, they about to try to test us." Stuff. Yeah, of I didn't. I didn't. So it was like uh, his homies are like they take off, boom, and they're like, "All right, just follow us." So I don't know where the him. fuck we're at. Yeah, and they're like, "They're he's not like we're gonna see if we can." And then they'll, I mean, obviously they'll come back and get you, but it's like like one of those movies where they're like, you see, you know. Oh, dude. No, that's not out, what it they, was. They take you out there. Your homies, we it knew. was what it was for your oh, homies, Oh, they took bro. off. They took off. It I was waited that for him. him bro. Don't try to defend them, bro, because that's what it was. And we knew right. what was up. What, but what I up. waited for them. So you didn't, But the thing is, you really didn't have to wait for us like that. Like, I chose to. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about as far as skill level, because I remember oh, right, riding right, right, with right. you guys, and then your homies keep looking back like, oh, shit, they still there. And you could tell, and then they're like... Looking well, back, I'm talking, like, oh, shit. I'm talking yeah. the first part when your homie looked down that hill and he's like, I ain't he's going talking down about, that dog. He's not talking about what me and my brother was riding. Yeah, he's yeah, talking yeah. about, I had brought a bunch of other riders that wasn't experienced. A whole so cat took them. Kind of like Escalade. Yeah, bro. It was, it, was, it was real homies like from, from the hood. Like, yeah, yeah. Turned up. Like, they, <laughs> if we come out there, they smoking black. They smoking <laughs> black and miles, black and, and, black and miles wood, uh, woods to the, the end. Good on shit. the way, all the way to the ride. And they get there, they thinking it's going to be flat. 
We get there and we coming down the hill. The they first like hell. We didn't even get to the trail, bro. Dude, we get street riding. I have to <laughs> like this. I have to go up and get each individual person's bike to bring it down. No and way. And I was like, yep. you know what? I'm not doing this the whole ride. Y'all just stay right here and ride. And, and we'll be the, back for you. We'll be back. And then that's when I was like, I'm gonna ride with them and I'm about to go ride because I didn't come out here to some to babysit y'all. Y'all don't want to yeah, ride with us. True. Y'all can't do this shit. I ain't and I'm borrowing somebody's bike. I'm about to get it in. Right. So I go right. ride he me ripped, and my bro. brother and we was he ripped. And he was like, damn, you guys are standing up. You guys are doing all the shit that normally we got to tell people to do and i'm like we know what's up we just don't have the experience we don't do it as much and from that and it takes a lot of energy from that point on i would come i would come like every month like once a month to come ride with him to the fact to the point to where like like a year after that he was like man you should go to the track and ride and i'm like i rode the track before i had broke both my ankles at the track trying to jump and do some shit i didn't know what i was doing and he was like man you ready you're ready started riding and then I started hitting the track with him and he's like you're getting pretty good you're getting pretty good and it was like the year that I got like my KTM cuz I'm getting me a good bike I'm going to get me like I want to have a fair chance at this so I started doing it and then he would come to the track and ride with me but he was working a lot and I was like fuck it I'm going to go all the time and I just started just dedicating like I would de- like I dedicated to the streets I dedicated yeah. to the dirt and I started getting good to where he's like oh shit you should race and I'm like I don't know about racing. And he was like, man, just try one race. And then I put me in a race. And the thing was, I, I was like, I'm trying to get these kids to race. So I was like, if, I get, if I'm going to get them to race, I got to at least be doing the same thing. I, right. can't be, you know, I can't be contradictive and just be like, okay, you race. I ain't racing. I ain't doing it. So I did it, and I started doing pretty good. I was, I was actually really good with starts because in the, in the hood, that place I was telling you about, Devil's Dip, yeah. That's where we used to drag race dirt bikes on the dirt. And, the, and shitty ass dirt. And it's shitty ass oh, dirt yeah, with rocks next to the, next to the uh, train tracks where it's rocks. It's like you know those train track rocks, those big ass? So yeah. we used to race with, the, race with those. And you know, and you get behind people and they fuck you up, no gear. So I used to blow motherfuckers up out of the gate. Yeah, he had a, he had a groom start. <laughs> yeah. A groomed is like when they, they clean yeah. it up. I would kill okay. out of the and start. And they would be rip. like, what the fuck? Damn. And it would just be like, I was getting like second stirs in my class. It was really more my endurance. And I was smoking weed at the time. I was turned up. I was just like, Focused I Focused like a motherfucking I was, I was bad, like, yeah, exactly. all right, you know what? After that, and I remember like the last race of that season, I stopped smoking. Like I, I was like, man, you know what? This shit ain't doing nothing for me. I'm really serious. So then the second year I came back and I started racing again. And I was killing shit. Like, I was getting first place, second place. And I, even my little brother, who still was smoking at the time, we raced together. And the only reason I beat him, because I was in better shape than him. He's younger than me and everything. I was in better shape. And I just, I was on the gas more. And I was just out of there. He raced on the homie bike. And I won. Um, and then this dude That's would race with me. I stepped back to the pro class. Yeah. Because I was watching him. But back to you. Like, how fast he progressed in... Like, two years. In the track. Like it's hard as an adult to learn anything, like you know. Oh, how, yeah, it's extremely you know, difficult. Yeah. You know how like there's no way I'm gonna learn golf right now. Fuck yeah. no. Yeah, I'm too far gone. Yeah, for him at his age to pick that up, it's pretty phenomenal. Not kissing ass or nothing. I wish you'd had fucking earmuffs on, but it's really <laughs> hard to learn that shit as an adult. Yeah, had, it's hard to learn anything as an adult. Yeah. Nah, but motocross is crazy, bro. Like you jump in something you can't even see the other side. So like, scary. You, like oh, I have to blind. get from this point to that point, but Fuck I can't. That. You so you're going off of just straight feel, um, feel, momentum, and knowing that when you and then you come down, you got to turn. It's like it's just stuff like that that it took me away. And your possibility of getting hurt, dying, yeah. crashing, paralyzed. There's so many other 
you know, whenever he asked me, and you're me, not getting paid for it. So it's like, what are you doing? Fuck. But I whenever he asked me, I said, follow me. Yeah, yeah. So how and do I you was, jump that? I'm gonna just follow me. Just keep the same speed, boom. Yeah. Like, all right. And I trusted it enough to be like, all right, he's, I'm right behind you, boom. If I came up a little short, next time let's do it again. You just know a little faster, a little yeah. bit faster. To where now I'm kicking his ass. I'm just playing. <laughs> I, ain't kicking his ass, but I can keep up he's now. He's right like, there. Yeah, he's gonna. I, I, yeah, he I, will outride me. Like we 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 battle now. We can. I can. I can't say that. I, can I don't want to say battle. He is gonna pass me after four laps. I'll say that. Because wow. of my endurance, <laughs> the same way that I, I beat my brother is how I can beat this guy. Because yeah. I don't, I don't really drink, I don't smoke anymore, so it's like, right. and you're on that Peloton every goddamn yeah, day. Yeah, because of my my profession, I'm being a stuntman. I got to be ready for the call. Yeah, dude. So, so that's that's another thing I wanted to bring that up, dude. Um, you you do this professionally. You make money off of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I do. My, I do movies. I do shows. I do. You know, I'm a stunt performer, SAG stunt performer. So I'm in the SAG Union Screen Actors Guild. Um, and that right there was uh, a That's transition big. that I made from being um, from being a um, being behind the scenes for so many years. I figured out how to get in front of the camera. That's huge. And dude. the biggest part of that was my mentor Jay Lynch, who was he's like the a goat of this um, industry. And I mean, not just a goat. This guy is like he opened so many doors that I'm able to walk through now. Black black stunt performer. He's Drifting cars, um, jumping stuff. A lot of your movies that you've seen, that you've seen stunts in, you've seen them. I guarantee you have seen this guy more than once and not knowing that it was him. But that's a big influence to me. And he's he's in his 50s, bro, and he's still, I'm still Fuck. chasing him down on the track. He's never had a drink in his life, never smoked in his life. And that dude is amazing. So... You know, shout out to Jay Lynch, 1X, the real 1X. You know, um, y'all want to follow him on Instagram is at uh, 1X Stunts. And you'll see exactly what I mean, bro. And it's Black History Month. And that dude right there has definitely set a bar for Black History. That's um, fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, dude, that dude definitely put me um, in a position. I mean, he, I was, I got advice from him when I was at that other company, ASV. And, he told me some stuff, and then it took me 10 years to kind of get all that stuff, and I started doing it, and I got reintroduced to him from someone else I ran into, and they called They called him. It's like, yo, you didn't talk to him again? I was like, no, he told me what to do. It's like, but you need to call him and talk to him and tell him you did that. And then that same year that that person called is the year that I ended up, this, the year after that is when I went and did Gemini Man. Because he was like, yo, you did everything I told you. Now you're riding motocross. Let me see. We went to the track and rolled. He was like, oh, you're ready. You're you're." Let's go. Yeah. You want to go to you want to go to Columbia next month? Cause they want to crash. No they got to they got to do a crash scene, and I'm not crashing. I'm too old for that shit. So yeah, you want to crash? You can go. And I'm like, I crash. I'm fucking wall. <laughs> so I ended up doing that. Doubling uh, Will Smith. He doubled the older Will Smith. Um, Henry. I doubled Junior. Um, in that movie, and then from there, dude, Bad Boys came. Um, yeah, he did Bad Boys Three. Yeah, by a bush for life came. Um, Hobbs and Shaw came. Hobbs and Shaw came. I doubled Idris Alba. Um, what's the other movie? Uh, Charm City. I, just, I did a bunch of movies after that, and you know, and counting. I'm still, you know, that's that's my thing now, and I stay in shape. I stay um, um, under the disciplines. I have a drift car now, a 350Z. 
um, that I oh shit that I'm working working on now that I bought right after one of the movies after going to the movie set and being like I need to be able to do everything not just bike stuff. So I'm stepping up the bar, bro. And then you know next after I finish with that I'm going after fight stuff. I'm going after whatever I can get my hands on and I'm able to accomplish um, within this this industry. And then I'm opening up the doors for the kids to come behind me. Um, Makai um, is one of the kids I mentor. He's after me. Like he he's. He just did a commercial. We did a commercial for uh, Chevy trucks. You oh, know, shit. Shout, shout out to General Motors, man. They put me in a, a Chevy commercial. Me and Makai, bikes over banging. They supported. We was able to get our merchandise and, the, and product placement in the in the shot. And I worked with them um, for like 13, 14 years as well because I was doing their car prep stuff. So then they watched me grow from wiping their cars to being in stunts and movies and being humble about it. Like, I'm still working for this company, and I'm still doing movies because I'm transitioning out. And like, wait, you did what last week? Yeah. I was, you was in Columbia. I mean, why are you still here? And I'm like, because I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm establishing. So right. now that I'm doing what I'm doing, they reached out to me, especially with all the stuff that's going on with, you know, um, with, the, with the whole movement of just, you know, black people in general, you know, being, being able to have more opportunity. And they reached out to me and was like, you know, we nominate you to do this. Like we, we can get any talent to do this, but we know we watched your story. You deserve it. And you know, me and Makai both get residual checks from a commercial that we did. You know, I just bought a new Chevy truck. You know, off awesome. of, off of stuff that you know the money that I've made and been yeah. able to put that shit back into getting out of a Ford and putting it into a Chevy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that to me, and buying a house and like all those things that I that I really strive to get get is things that I'm doing now and I did it through bikes so you know bikes over banging is going to be here well after I'm gone you know through my son through all the kids that I mentor and people like you know Dylan and anybody else that that feel inspired by what we do and that support what we do so donate oh, <laughs> donate donate dude. donate so and, that and you know back on that weren't they painting white people black yeah, yeah, they did a lot of white face. I mean, black facing of in of, the stunt community. In the stunt community, because their their um, wait, wait, their reason, yeah, their reasoning was because they didn't have any black people to do the work, because we didn't know anything about it. So how are you gonna be? How are we gonna be prepped? And then how we're gonna even be in the unions? Because you have to be in the union in order to work. So there was like this loophole to where it was like. All right, we're going to get all the work because there's nobody to do it. And that's where Jay Lynch came in and because Jay was like, I'm, I'm black. I can do it. Yeah. All right. You, oh, Wesley Snipes jumping on the train, money train. I'll do it. Fuck yeah. All right. Oh, okay. You what? Tyrese is doing the slide. All right. I'll do it. You know what I mean? So yeah, then man. once that happened and then he's exposing the right people, which I felt like I was the right person to do it, it, you know, the things that he was doing and I think that he trusts me enough to do it as well because he calls me for jobs and helps me out within the industry people that I don't know that he knows that he can't do a job he'll call me and another guy Clay Fontenot uh black stunt guy um um JT Holt uh stunt guy um Horace Horace Knight black stunt this is all black stunt guys that I've met in the industry that you know are good on bikes and they're good on cars but it's and they're older, you know. They had to fight, really, really fight, and it's still a fight. Even when I was on set of Bad Boys, I won't speak on any like the politics, but it's always gonna be politics and stuff that oh, I had to go through. There's politics and everything, though. So and I everything. mean, and no I don't, and, and I don't about. even always have to be racial. It's just just politics. It's just politics, right? yeah. yeah so it's just politics. I just huh? look at that and I'm like, 
that shit don't mean nothing to me, bro. I fought diversity in the streets. So anything that the industry throws at me, I'm like, I'll eat that shit up. Like, it that means ain't nothing, nothing, bro. Yeah. So it means nothing. like you said, you're that's, talented. That's now. like my. That's like that's like you playing on the field, the gravel field, and then getting grass. Right now, the industry is grass to me. So yeah, you know, I'm mowing that shit, and I'm exactly. trying. To, I'm, I'm you know, I'm making compost out of it. And I'm and I'm using that shit to grow new people, right? To grow people of you know color, non-color, whoever it is that support what I'm doing and the moves that I'm making, right? Um, and that's 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 pretty much it, man. I mean, dudes like Dylan and yourself, like that respect what I do. I salute. Um, I went through a a, a transition uh, stage, even kind of still now, where it's like I I was a lot like I was. I want to say, even my wife said I was too humble about a lot of things that I do, you know, to where it's like, yo, you need to give more credit to yourself because I'm always trying to look, I'm always pushing myself to the next level instead of relishing in the moment. You're not the cocky type, though. Yeah, yeah no, nah, but but as a as a young kid, I was. I was So I think that that's where it changed that for me. I was like, yeah, because I have to have that. When you grow up in the hood, you got to be, you got to have that yeah. edge on you. So it's like I always have to, you know, come with my my chest up. And, that's true, you yeah. Know, and that's why, like, even, even when I met with Chino on Charm City, as a as an older adult now, we you know hashed out whatever issues that we had. It was like I understand where he came from because I came from that too. He was just younger. It just wasn't time for us to be cool, cool like that. Now I see him. What's up? Like he understand he he understand my grind. He, he understand he, I'm just yeah. like you. Like I'm. He just knew where he over. came from. Yeah, and he and, and on top of that, he knew where I, where I'm going because I was in his city. Not once, but twice working on this movie, and there ain't nobody else from L.A. doing what I'm doing, and I'm in your city. Right. And your, and your people's respecting me. I'm in a gutter. I'm in Baltimore where, you know, fucking seven-year-old kids smoking yeah. cigarettes, you know, well, doing they what they doing. The wire, dude. And fucking that shit is really like that. Show, yeah. no, it, no, it's really yeah. like that. I know, yeah. It's like, the most brutal the show bro, ever, We dude. shooting, and we got to, like, move. Like get get uh, PAs to move needles and shit out mm -hmm. the thing because it's just it was crazy we it's were shooting that. Up, man, Shout out yeah. to Baltimore too, man. Shout out to Willie Wayne. You know what I mean? Shout out to all my hey, folks. They give you mad there. love. They, they, they do. Give you mad they do. Love. They do. Especially being from Cali. But at the same time, bro, I showed them mad love as well. When they came to my city, they you know I took them to the project. I took them to where they to something they could relate to and understand where I'm from. And at this, still to this day, I mean, Willie Wayne did Bad Boys with us too. Like, yep. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we still, I still talk to him. We be talking shit all the so time. So, were you guys in that scene when they're when Martin Lawrence and Will Smith were riding like that little fucked up bike, and you guys were chasing them? Like, yeah, you're yeah, the villains. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's me. Okay. So, yeah. if you notice in that scene, there's a scene where Martin goes, Will goes, man, get Don't them off of tattoo? us, get them off of us. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. You see your tattoo? Which one? On your wrist? No, 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 no. I had a, I had long sleeve on. Oh, that's right. That's, I right, that's right. And I had a helmet on. It's crazy because I wasn't supposed to wear a helmet initially in the scene. But when I did rehearsal, that stunt was so dangerous to them. It wasn't that dangerous to us, but to them. And they, you know, they like, yo, all right, let's do a rehearsal and and let's 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 film the rehearsal. And they filmed the rehearsal. Like, all right, we got it. And I and was he, like, he yeah. had to learn the bike. And how how much time did you have on the get, bike? Yeah, we didn't get no time really on the bike. We went to like one little a lot, and I was riding a bike, but then that bike blew up on me, and I had to get another bike, and I didn't even get to ride that bike till the day of. And I'm on Holy slicks. Shit. I had my supermoto slicks on, and we're on a wet down, a full wet down. The streets wet, so and I'm I'm one hand, I'm popping a wheelie one Grab hand, the ground. and I'm and as I'm leaning back shit. picking up a grenade. So the the gag is this. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence in this thing, in this, it's a motorcycle with a sidecar. Yeah. It was like, get them off of us. I'm chasing them as a bad guy. You know, we got our guns out. We about to shoot them up. Right. 
they find they take one of our bad guys' uh, bike. That's how they get that bike. Cause yeah. they're in their they're in their their vehicle. We shoot that shit up. Then they hop out our shit and jack one of our homies and take his shit. Right. And yeah. then they now they in our shit with a tump with a gun in it and they don't know what's all in there. <laughs> so Martin's looking like he's like, man, get him off of his wheels driving, riding a motorcycle. Martin he tells Martin, get him off. He's like, I don't know. He's like, Oh shit, a grenade. Will like throw that shit. Yeah. He's like, man, I ain't trying to kill nobody. So Will pulls the pin. He like, you better throw that shit. Yeah. <laughs> throw the he throws the grenade back. Bing, bing. As the grenade's bouncing. I pop one hell. I remember that scene. Yeah, I that's grab, you. That's me. I grab the grenade, throw the grenade back. Boom! There goes the back of their shit. Don't that's kill not them or CGI. Anything. Yeah. So that's that just full shit. doing yeah. that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so that's that, fucking insane. Yeah. So that that was my my gag in that thing, and it was crazy because I was, you, I met um, some of the top um, stunt coordinators in the business. You know, that's that shot, huge. That shot like, well, of course, if you're Will shot, Smith. Was that shit done by Michael Bay again or no? No. Did he not do the third one? No, it was some new... I forgot their names, bro. Well, Michael Bay did Gemini Man, right? No. Well, Bay did, did, no. did, well Bay did the first two, I think. Pretty yeah, sure he, he did, did the first two. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bad so, Boys 1 and, and Jerry Burkheimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jerry Burkheimer, was, he's still there. I met him. Yeah. Um, And then Sparrow beast, was second man. unit director my and st- all that stuff. Fa- my favorite is Straight Outta Compton, dude. Yeah. No, that, that, oh yeah, you were in straight out of Compton yeah, too. Yeah, the bike scene going by. It was just like a transitional thing, but it was really for us to, for me, really in a sense to get into the industry because you got to get a certain amount of credits in order to get. And into he's the on union. a five hundred, yeah. right? That was yeah, when you're on old, that. No, no, I was on an old ass like four something. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> a it was an XR. Oh, the four ninety. It was whatever is an XR some shit, but that shit damn near break your legs to start it. Yeah. Like, damn. Crazy. It's one of the bike. worst bikes to ride. Yeah, yeah. But to really? Because I had to get all 80s bikes so it could be... I'll retire right there. You know, continuity to the film. Fuck. So I had to do that. Get you know, all my homies on those bikes. But it was like throughout throughout that whole thing is just like that was, that's like the story of my life of well, story of my career of how I transitioned into the industry, and now it's just now just a fight to to continue it and to you know like like uh, like Kendrick said that Dr. Dre told him he's like you want a house like me and you want this life like me getting it ain't the hard part it's keeping it motherfucker so one hundred percent man so that's where I'm at now I mean I get a lot of stress now be like fuck I got this house I got this all this stuff going for me I got to keep it so I'm I'm constantly. He you has know, a son. Yeah, he's I got a fucking yeah, ripping. He rip on his bike too. No like, shit. For his tomorrow. age. As a no. matter of fact, what time is? It? I got to get going, guys. Cause oh no, worries, no worries. Texting me because she's going. She's supposed to be going out. We'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. Like an hour, and here we are. You know, three hours. We'll wrap it, it up. So, yeah. <laughs> well, well, dude. Um, we can always do a part two. I got more. No, to come. for sure, dude. You know I mean? Honestly, man. Eight. Hey, what you're doing in the hood, I think, is is special, man. I think it's awesome because you you see a bunch of fucking. Fake ass motherfuckers everywhere you no, go is. now, dude. It is. Everyone posts it's saturated shit online, too, especially with bike it's life. It's saturated. saturated. Well, so I'll come that, back and talk about that later too. No, but. for sure. But everyone posts shit, and it's all bullshit. It's just to make everyone else think like you're a good person, and it's yeah. all you're actually doing it. It's a big difference. No, it is. It's different, you know? bro. It is. It's a huge bro. difference. We all go to the gym and see that motherfucker looking like John Mayer at the gym with those fake glasses, yeah. and you know, like you don't need those motherfucking glasses, dog. Those are fake. Yeah. Those aren't reading. But you're just trying to portray something. It's yeah. bullshit. You're a fucking yeah. mark. I don't like people like that. But you actually, no, nah, I can't. You're I going no to the hood. Shit. You're doing shit. Yeah, I come from it, bro. I can't never turn my back on the hood, bro. That's I beautiful, never man. Will. And now my real friends will never let that happen. No, so bikes change our lives. Yeah, yeah man, it definitely did. When it comes you down know, to it, bikes bring bonds. Bikes over banging. Bikes over banging, baby. Yes, sir. Well, that's it, everybody. I'm glad you guys tuned in, man. I'm glad you guys got something out of this, man. Um, we had a really good episode. We had a 
Corda and Dylan. And um, dude, I'm I'm People. glad you guys got to hear what they had to say, man. Um, bikes over banging. Go to the website. Check it out. Please donate, donate man. Yeah. Um, don't be a cheap ass, man. I know it's you got some extra cast in there. Drop something in there, man. It ain't for me. I'm telling y'all. If y'all go look, y'all. And 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 to come soon too. I got um bios of the kids and they're going to explain to you what they get out of it and they're going to tell you what they've been able to accomplish in their lives so you'll be able to see where your dollar is going and see what's going on so www.bikesoverbangn.com and just donate man beautiful and you, you, you can donate by by buying products i mean we got some fly fresh stuff I, like i said i'm Movie a stylish dude so you know, it's gonna be some fly stuff on there, especially some new stuff I got I'm working on now. It's gonna be some, you know. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah! And you have your Instagram? Do you guys have your Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Bikes over banging doc. Uh, uh, it's at bikes over banging, and a lot of people like to put b i n b a n g i n is b a n g n, and then mine is quarter t, but it's k o r t a m f n t, and the m f n is for motherfucking t. <laughs> Touch on your name. Why do they call you Quarter T? Well, that, he's right. Quarter Past Twelve. But that's what that's what you think. But that's <laughs> not that's not what it is though. It really came from my dad friend, uh, two friends uh, when I was younger, um, Tommy Bolton. So my if you know anything about L.A. culture, you know Tommy Bolton is like motorcycle dealer, like back back back. But anyway, he um, he used to have a shop. And I used to go to the shop with my dad all the time. And he used to he used to have they all had money. So he used to try to give me dollars, hundred dollars, any I don't want that shit. Yeah. I wanted quarters. So he used to call me quota T because he's from <laughs> um he's from the South. So instead of a quarter quota, he's I right, what up, quota T. So he used to call me quota T. But then my name is Cortel. So then as I got older, I was able to to, you know, got stylish with it and put quarter. T instead of quota T, and that's how my name quarter T, but it's still quota, <laughs> but it's still quarter. That's so, funny. I got no. My nickname's dumbass. I don't have a fucking nickname. Yeah, so that's cool, man. I got a fresh, fresh ink on my hand with my logo. No shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm getting the pickle that. logo. And, for real. And actually, yeah, quarter got my pickle logo done for yeah, me. Shout out BG, man. BG, yeah. we appreciate you, man. I got some more stuff coming for you. Anyway, I got some, some more logos coming, man. And uh, just you know, I know you are gonna see this. Beautiful. Beautiful. Dylan, you got Instagram or anything like that? Uh, it's, I'm not as cool as Corda, but it's PDB underscore 319. PDB. 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 Cortel. You better shut up, Cortel. The no nicks. This has been another episode of Alternate Take. Thanks for tuning in, bitches. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. Man, that I finally done made
Picture you stuck in a cell. Picture you wasting your life. Picture you facing the charge. Picture you beating the odds. Picture you willing to bleed. Picture you wearing the scar. Thank you for making me struggle. Thank you for making me grind. I perfected my hustle. Tell me the world ain't mine. You've been seeing me lately. I'm a miracle baby. I refuse to lose. This is the ghetto that made me. I put that on my father. Trying to hope for tomorrow. When I think that I can't, I envision Obama. I envision them diamonds. I envision Ferraris. If the world was perfect, all my niggas behind me. Ain't you happy I made it? Then I'm making a statement. Take a look and you can tell that I'm destined for greatness. Tell me what it is.